So today I have such a fun conversation to share with you with Gina Hansen. You're going to love her. She's just got such great energy. And Gina is an intuitive coach who uses energy healing to help her clients release subconscious emotional baggage and other imbalances that block them from having deeper relationships, successful careers, more wealth, and healthier bodies. She pairs energy healing with coaching and guides her clients to total life transformation by addressing the conscious and subconscious mind. And Gina has such a wide variety of interests. We covered a lot of things in the realm of holistic healing, as well as surfing. So listen in and you will learn what riding the waves has to do and can teach us about life. Enjoy the conversation. Welcome to the Inspired Way, the podcast and leaders community for heart-centered women with a big vision and drive to make a difference in the world. This podcast is for you if you're ready to create rapid results and flow in your life, business, or career. I'm your host, CJ Rivard, with over 25 years in executive leadership. I bring practical business and leadership advice combined with personal growth strategies, energy alignment, and manifestation techniques to help conscious female leaders, business owners, and entrepreneurs live their most expansive and abundant life. Join us weekly for actionable tips and insights from myself and the brilliant guest experts I interview to help you create aligned success. Visit theinspiredwave.com for more free resources and information. Now is the perfect time for you to take aligned action toward living your soul's purpose. And I'm so excited you're here. Well, welcome back. I am so excited to be here with you today with my friend Gina. And Gina, welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much for having me, CJ. I look forward to this conversation because I always have a great time talking with you. Thank you. I have been looking forward to it as well. So to start us off, why don't you, first of all, tell everyone where you're dialing in from. And then if there's any other fun little tidbit you'd like to share that we didn't cover in your bio before we get started. Sure. I am an island girl born and raised on the, well, not, I was born on the big island of Hawaii where the volcanoes are and raised on Oahu, which is the main populated island. And so I have had many experiences of island life from surfing to hula dancing from the age of five. So much. This island has been such a blessing, not only because of the weather, but because of the cultural and the experiences that we get to have that are unique to being in Hawaii. Mm -hmm. So awesome. Very cool. Okay. So next time you lead a dance challenge, I want to see you hula. You guys heard it here. Okay. I want to see. (laughs) That's so much fun. A great exercise too. (laughs) It is, you know, especially for women, our hips hold a lot of our emotion. So it's very, very important for us to move our hips. (laughs) So as you're washing your dishes today, do the little side to side. <laughs> oh, I didn't know well, that. Huh? Yes. All yes. Right. That's where we, we hold a lot of trauma. Yeah. <laughs> so, well, you mentioned that you learned to surf at an early age and we were talking about, you know, some thoughts you had about waves and surfing. And in case anyone 
listening doesn't get the analogy, this is the Inspired Wave podcast. And so I just thought we'd start off by talking about waves with Gina, who's a surfer. (laughs) (laughs) So I was just telling CJ that the really the power behind the water and also when you go out there to surf, you have to really pay attention to what's around you, especially behind you if you're facing the shoreline because waves can come up on you. And if you're going to catch a wave, you actually have to like get ready. And that means paddle, paddle out. And your focus cannot be on the sides. It has to be straight ahead. This is what I'm doing. I'm going to go for it right now. And then you build up your speed and then you get this momentum of the wave pushing you. And you actually know the right time that for you to get up, stand up on the board and catch the wave in. And there's so much power in the current of the water. Um, just a couple of days ago, I was at the beach and it was stormy. And so the water was different. Like, you know, it kind of ties into our lives and how sometimes the water is calm, sometimes it's crazy. And on this day in particular, I was standing in the shore, you know, on the break and The water was coming in a certain way, but for some reason it was pulling out like the strong, it was such a strong current. It was pulling me out a different way. And I thought, wow, this is really interesting because it looks like the water is going this way, but for some reason it's turning and it's coming back out this way. And I thought that is so interesting, like how you never know things are going to happen in your life. And, you know, you assume it's this, but it's not. (laughs) And also the power of the wave, like that wave, I mean, it wasn't a wave. It was just the water pulling back out to Mm -hmm. the waves. And it was so strong. Like, you know, if I had just not been as confident or knowing this current could have swept me out. Yeah. So I think the importance of waves in setting the intention, knowing when to ride the wave and also just focusing on what you want and avoiding the distractions that can actually hurt you in your life based on what you want to achieve. So that's my analogy. (laughs) Great analogy. I love that. No, it's true. And our intentions, that is where Mm -hmm. our attention goes. And that is what will create our reality or our results in this case, (laughs) depending Mm -hmm. on where you put your attention, you're like not paying attention and getting taken over by a wave, Mm -hmm. but I love that. Thank you for sharing. I, for one, Mm -hmm. have never surfed and I'm guessing I probably never will. There aren't very many big waves around where I live and seems like it would take a lot of practice and fortitude and strength to learn how to surf. Am I right? And coordination as well, you know? your hands and your feet, your abs, you know, balance so much. Yeah. Great exercise. Good for you. Yeah. Thanks. So I know, and you guys heard in the introduction, Gina is an energy healer. She's very good at what she does. And I was wondering if we could just talk a little bit about your holistic healing journey Because I know that it's not just energy. You're pretty enthusiastic about a lot of different things that make an impact on our health overall. So why don't you tell us how you got into that and 
some of the things you're passionate about? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, you know, back in 2014, I started learning more about GMOs and our food and sustenance. And at that point in my life, I considered myself healthy and health conscious. And so I was introduced to a line of green superfoods and I did a, my first cleanse. It was during the holidays and I was flying back and forth from, from Honolulu to Japan. And I did this 10 day cleanse. And on day four, I literally felt like a light switch went on in my body and I felt so alive. Like I didn't realize how little energy and little, I was just not connected. <laughs> I was disconnected from my body, from my life, you know, and this cleanse on day four, boom, I just felt like me, like here I am. And so vital. I felt so much vitality. And so I've continued with these products for like 10 years now. And it's been really awesome. And so that was my introduction to the impact and the benefits of superfoods and clean foods really in our bodies and the importance of detoxing our bodies So that was the first thing. And then boom, in 2020, I had was diagnosed with papillary thyroid cancer. And that was a shock because it went against the identity that I had of myself that which was super healthy. And I was like, there's no way that I'm this is happening to me. (laughs) So because I made all the right decisions, I did the exercise, I did everything, you know, in my daily life. And so when I when I was hit with this, there was some anger. (laughs) because I was actually angry at the doctor because the first thing he said is you have this cancer and this is a great cancer to have. Like if I had to have cancer, this is the one that I would want. And I was like, really? I feel a lot better now, doc. Thanks. I know. I was like, really? And then he's like, so this is what we're going to do. We're going to send you to this surgeon. He's going to cut it out and you'll be on medication for the rest of your life. And I was like, whoa, you just told me I had cancer. You just told me I'm having surgery and I'll be on medication for the rest of my life. And that's like, that was just, I want to swear, but it was just too much for me to handle in 10 minutes time. So I walked to my car. I called my mom and I said, mom, this is what's going on. And I'm going to Mexico. (laughs) I'm going to Mexico because I had heard one of my favorite holistic doctors on a podcast once. And he was in an interview at this place in Mexico and actually realized now in retrospect that I actually created this cancer in my life because I said years before, maybe a year or two before, you know, getting the cancer that if I was ever sick, that this is where I wanted to go. (laughs) So if I ever had cancer, this is where I wanted to be. And then it manifested in my life. So I did. I went to San Aviv Medical Center Institute in California and that opened my mind up and my life up to so much. There's so many things that can that I didn't even realize. Nutrition on a different level, like a whole different level. The importance of self-care and everything that I had learned was literally amplified about we would have green shots every day. Like we'd have a shot of chlorella and wheatgrass shots and different things like that. I was like, yes, this is, this is, yeah, (laughs) so good. (laughs) And so I learned so much there. But one of the things that I loved about this time was it was a three week program. They had this beautiful library and I could read whatever I wanted. And I was not ever, I would never consider myself a bookworm, but I just had an, I was kind of like a treasure chest was open to me and I could learn anything that I wanted. And there were so many awesome 
books. Like that's where I first learned about Reiki. I read a book about Reiki. I read a book about whole body. It was called Whole Body Dentistry. And it's about your teeth and the importance of, you know, our teeth and the meridians that are connected to different body parts. And actually, because of that book, I read, it was like about three or 400 pages. I, I finished that book in like two to three days. It was so it, like amazing. And that just made me decide to get my amalgams. I put up, take my silver fillings out completely so that I could just, you know, be healthier on top of that. So I read all these books. I got inspired. And that was the beginning. And they had another room that was all energy healing, like light, like literally they would shine different color lights based on what you needed. Like this machine would tell you what was your body lacking and it would shoot lights into your forehead. It was amazing. And like other amazing, I've never seen equipment like this before. It was like other world. It was super cool. Yeah. So I just, I got excited and I didn't know that I would be going in this field at all. Like I, I didn't plan it. I had been a 28 year flight attendant and I loved my job. I loved traveling. I loved the lifestyle and all of that. And I couldn't imagine leaving it, but just like five months after this experience in Mexico, I had an opportunity to leave and retire early because of the pandemic. Mm -hmm. So I didn't know what I would do for work, but I knew it was an opportunity. <laughs> it's kind of sad. You know, it's kind of like all of these pieces of myself and my identity were coming apart. You know, everything that I thought I was, was not. <laughs> so in the course of rebuilding myself, I joined TCP, Jim Fortin's group coaching program, and it was really a lifesaver for me. I learned more during that time, that first time that I spent in this container, it was all about healing. <laughs> it was all about healing and realizing I am not the titles and the roles that I thought I was. I'm so much more than that. And so I know I'm going on and on and on, but I hope this well, is interesting. Let's take a little segue there just because yeah. I think a lot of people could relate to that if they've ever had to or thought about switching roles. Yeah. Because this, I mean, for me, I had over 25 years in the hotel industry. And when I finally thought about leaving that, I was in major, <gasps> oh my gosh, you know, who am I? What am I going to do? What? Yeah. Like, because we tie our identity into those roles, even though it's not really who we are. Right. And it was really an excavation project, which I think many of us have had to go on or will when, you know, we decide to move into something new trying to figure out, okay, who am I really that's not tied into this role? What is my identity and my strengths? I talk about disbehavioral assessments and emotional intelligence assessments. And part of that is just raising our level of awareness on, you know, what are my strengths and my motivators and who am I? And where else can this be applied when I'm not this flight attendant anymore, you know, right. this hotel manager, what, like, where does this fit in and apply and how can I serve the world, you know, serve people in my world at a next level because I'm moving on, you know, mm -hmm. I just wanted to 
pull that out because it's not an easy transition. And you had a whole lot of transitions that were not easy going on at the same time. Yeah. But it does all go back to identity, which it does. And to also point out that our identity is in our subconscious. So we don't always understand what it is and why we've got this resistance going on if we want to move, if we want to do something different. Yeah. So that was a big piece. So thank you for mentioning that. You had a big identity shift to get through. Yeah. And then on top of that, right, the month before I left the airlines, I left my marriage (laughs) of 20 plus years. And yeah, it was a lot to go through. Like literally I burned everything (laughs) down and I had to start anew. I did not know who I was. I was like emotionally lost. I was going through such a hard time. And one email led me to a book, which led me to another book, which was The Emotion Code by Dr. Bradley Nelson. And thankfully, I'm in a group of people that I asked a coach. They recommended someone that I could work with, you know, and I got the work done on myself. I released my heart wall, starting to feel better and was encouraged to continue the path of healing and become certified. So yeah, it's been, I would never have have had the courage to do this work if I wasn't working with somebody who encouraged me and saw that it was possible for me to do this work too. Yeah. Well, and also I think it's powerful when you've, you had, you didn't just find it and think it looked interesting. You did the work on you and you know the transformation Mm -hmm. that came about from all of that work. And it's not, I mean, I don't use the word work loosely. I mean, it's, it's work if we're growing and evolving and releasing those limiting beliefs and trapped emotions. It's, it's work. It is. (laughs) Yeah. So So that's my path. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That just, it's very inspirational to see what a big transition you've made. I guess it was 2020 when I met you because it was in Jim Fortin's program, right? So, and that was just, I can't say the words that come to mind, but that year and what so many of us were going through was kind of a, I can't think of a nice, not profane word to use. Yeah, I need a beeper. The words, yeah. it was a mess for a lot of people, but to be, yeah, going through such tumultuous time And to see your evolution and the way you shine your light now, lifting others, not just healing, but just, you know, little side note, because I think I did a podcast about this recently, about how we impact others just by our energy and how we show up. And a lot of people don't recognize that or aren't you know, aren't aware how they can bring others down or lift others up and that our energy impacts the people around us. Mm -hmm. And so anyway, a little segue there, just because you're such a light and I have sensed, you know, your beautiful energy and the way you lift other people from across the screen. I mean, we probably, the first time we talked one-on-one was what, last week, maybe? Yeah. We've just kind of known each other through this global community we're in. 
And, but I've just seen it and I could sense your energy and how you're, you're not just healing, but you're lifting others around you, whether it's intentional or not. Your frequency is in a place where you can lift others from being around you, which is just awesome. Thank you. I work, I do the work on myself. Like I really do work on my frequency every day. (laughs) It's become my workout is my spiritual practice. And literally I focus on bringing my frequency up, bringing that vibe up because that is the energy I use for people. So I need to be full. Yeah. Yeah. You really have to practice energy hygiene when you're doing this work and make sure that, and by, by that, I mean, when you're helping others with this work, you need to make sure that you are a really clear channel and, and lifting others and, and dealing with your, your mess that comes up. Not, and I'm not talking about you. I'm talking about me, like the, the, you know, stuff comes up. We're not perfect. And just because you've dealt with it doesn't mean something else isn't going to pop up or come back Mm -hmm. or whatever the, you know, emotions, we're emotional beings, as I've heard mm-hmm. you say. And yeah. so there's always stuff coming up. There's a whole spectrum and we need to be aware and all that. So yeah. so tell me, you practiced, excuse me, you've learned and now incorporated in your business a lot of different types of energy work. Do you have a favorite? Hmm. Well... You know, I've had some really, really interesting stories that come up. I think it's really, the emotion code is pretty interesting. I've just gotten my certification in the body code. And it is interesting as well because I can't choose. (laughs) I can't choose. Because there's also pranic healing, which I do. And I love it because it actually energizes me. And someone asked me, like, doesn't that deplete you? And actually energizes me because there's no talking. It's just me channeling this energy. And I think a lot of times in session with somebody, I'm giving so much energy out, even if it's on a Zoom, like I'm literally sending energy to my clients and I get depleted. (laughs) I get depleted. Like right before this, I was in a session and I was like, okay, I have to get on this podcast. (laughs) Come on. (laughs) So shake it up. Yeah. Yeah. So you were saying you get depleted, but then there were other techniques where you feel like it fills you up while you're doing it. And mm-hmm. what is that? The emotion code? No, it's a pranic healing. Okay, got it. Yeah, and every Thursday I do volunteer pranic healing for our community here. It's a free service for stress. And if anyone's listening on the island of Oahu in Kailua, we have a pranic healing center there. And so, yeah, it's pretty awesome to be able to sit back and we, there's no touch. So you're safe. There's distance between us and if you have any other issues going on in your body, you can just fill out a form and let us know. And yeah, it's just, it's such a, to me, a beautiful practice because you can see the light come on people. <laughs> like you see them sit and then they wait, they open their eyes at the end and you see them. Wah! Like, yeah, it's just so beautiful. I love that. That's my favorite part of sessions too. At the end, the smile. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. That is so nice. You do that volunteer work. And I didn't realize, so you didn't have to travel to learn the pranic healing. You've got a center right there. 
Yeah. That's great. Yeah, again, through a TCP connection, someone in Switzerland is a teacher there in Switzerland, and she found this teacher here for me, and I started right away. And the reason I got involved in it was because I had been doing the emotion code, yet I didn't really understand the... Because in the book, it's very science-based, and it's not woo at all. There's There's no really depth to the learning and the protection. So when I was actually getting my certification in the emotion code, I started to take on other people's problems. Like someone, I was working with somebody who had plantar fasciitis. I started getting it. So there's things that are covered in the book that are not covered in the book that are need to be actually. So one of the things I learned through pranic healing is the importance of protection and so many things like so I went that path because I wanted to understand more. How is this possible that I could do this? So in the course of just a few months, I took every class I could. <laughs> I took yeah. every class because it just opened my eyes to, to just amazingness. And for anyone who's not familiar with what you're talking about, do you want to explain what it means to protect yourself? Yeah, that's a good question. Yeah, so, we're not talking about safe sex here, guys. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're not talking about condoms. <laughs> yeah. Why don't yeah. you explain that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we are all energetic beings and we're all connected. Like we're all one. And when I work with you, I'm really working with me. <laughs> so through, especially through Zoom, I use a magnet on myself for you. And this is the way that I do it. But sometimes if I don't, invoke for protection before I begin, then I can actually receive your energy in my body. So I have to set the intention before I begin and ask for protection. So, and I also, at the end of the session, I give thanks and I give gratitude towards that protection. So it's all again in intention, setting the intention to be safe in the practice. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because not that, your client's energy is bad, but we all want to be in our own energy (laughs) and keep it that way. And a lot of times, if you've ever heard of an empath, and I know you have Gina, I'm just (laughs) speaking in general, they're more sensitive to energy and feeling emotions. And this is when, you know, when they don't know how to protect themselves and not take on other people's, this is when, you know, they can feel just exhausted or worn out with all of these emotions coming at them. So it's, and a lot of people, I understand, don't necessarily start out knowing that that's what's happening and they think it's themselves, you know, but it's all these other people's emotions that they're feeling Mm -hmm. Because emotions can travel and we can take on other people's. So if you've ever wondered about that and feel like you're feeling emotions when you don't have thoughts that would have created them, that may be what's going on. Totally, totally. Like in the emotion code, we learned there's six different types of trapped emotions. And like you're saying, we can share it as a global consciousness. And one example was during the pandemic, we all had fear, we had insecurity, anger, lack of control, you know, and we're all sharing this energy as a planet. And so, yeah, we were, we were all affected by the pandemic, even if we didn't have a loved one die, or we never got COVID, we're all still affected emotionally. And then also we can absorb emotions from the environment, from animals, from people, 
you don't even have to know you can just be around them and you'll like you're saying you don't you, this emotion is not coming from me it's coming from you i'm absorbing it take <laughs> your anger <laughs> you oh, know dear. i'm not angry yeah. what yeah. <laughs> where'd that come from yeah right yeah it's yeah it's i mean it's fascinating but it's important if you're really sensitive to it to learn how to protect yourself so i just thought i'd highlight that if people haven't yeah. heard of it before because there's so many really other ways this is that's just the way that i do but you know you can actually put a shield up you can i actually disconnect from people mm -hmm. physically and with the intention to disconnect so yeah there's many ways that you can use to protect yourself yeah that's a great tip <laughs> yeah mm -hmm. right now tell me one of the things that i know you're really passionate about besides your the healing that you do with clients is travel for you how does that tie into wellness well, so many things. I mean, after experiencing the world as a flight attendant and being exposed to new ways of doing things, new ways, new foods, new, you know, new culture, I could see that there's so much healing that we can have when we go outside of our comfort zone, leave our home, go experience something new, especially if you're out in nature. There's so many lessons and so much healing that can be done when you stretch and it also relieves your stress to travel and to experience new things. It brings you out of your comfort zone. And I remember when I first started flying, I was in my maybe 21 or 22, and it was my first time traveling internationally by myself. And I was gonna meet my auntie who was living in Guam. And then I did a trip to Bali by myself. And that experience was so emotional for me because it was scary. You know, people approach you, they want to sell you things and I'm by myself and I'm young and I'm like, woo, you know, and then, yeah, so many things. I actually was, I have a memory of this experience. I was sitting in a restaurant by myself and literally looking at this beautiful lotus pond in front of me up in the mountains of a wood and crying, <laughs> I was crying because it was like not easy doing this by myself and, you know, being responsible with how much money I have left and you know, making the decisions where to stay, who to trust. There's so many things. And so I find travel to be such an important aspect of personal growth and self-discovery. Yeah. I was, as you were talking about, I was thinking, I'm not sure that that's good for reducing stress unless you're going someplace with the beach and you just stay there. All right. <laughs> <laughs> there could be a lot of stress with travel. But I do agree that it's just, it's mind and heart opening to be exposed to, if you can be open to it, you know, those other cultures and foods and experiences. And it's just an amazing thing. Yeah. And outdoors is connecting with nature in any way is healing. Mm -hmm. yeah. Yes. Yeah. And I mean, the growth that you have just by observing how other people are living is huge, you know. Mm. Now I look back and I saw the things that I saw as scary were such an opportunity for me to witness something that I've never experienced, you know, like kids in India that come to the car to, to sell things to you. And, you know, it's, it's opens your heart. Like you're saying, it opens your heart to realize that how fortunate you are, have lots of gratitude for the life that you live. So, yeah. yeah for sure. Yeah. Because if you never travel, Mm -hmm. It's seeing something that isn't real in front of you, mm -hmm. it doesn't feel real. 
yeah. right? As real, I guess I should say. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. great. Well, yeah. so I don't want to go too long with your lovely time you've gifted mm-hmm. us with today, but why don't you tell us, we'll include it in the show notes for sure, but where is the best place for people to connect with you or learn more about what you do? Well, I have a link on my Instagram page and my Instagram is at emotioncode.energyhealing. Easy enough. Mm -hmm. Awesome. And I have a link to a link tree that will allow you to connect with me. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, that's great. Well, I really, I always enjoy speaking with you. It was a great conversation. Thank you, Gina. And I'm sure that whoever's listening has had a few fun takeaways. So I appreciate you tuning in and hope you make it a great day. Thanks for joining us. Awesome. Aloha. Thanks for listening. I so appreciate you being here. And if you've enjoyed the show, please consider taking a quick minute to leave us a five-star review. It would go a long way toward others finding us. Make it a great day.